1: we
0: Welcome back to Kind of Funny's MCU In Review Rewatch. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Great afternoon. Great afternoon to you as well. We have the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino.
2: Hold on, Tim. I'll be right there. Did it work? For audio <laughs> <listeners>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How cool would it be if I did that,
2: and then we planned it, that I was at Tim's <laughs> house right now, and this is a freaking... That would be, be, dude, be that awesome. Would be that would have been dope.
3: Audio Swung his hand around like Dr. Stranger. They got it. They, you, just were just supposed to, Andy, you were
2: supposed to do the sound effect. Ready? Let me do it again. Ready? Andy, do the sound effect. Ready? Tim, I'll be right there. Uh, no. Wait, did you do a velociraptor? I did a baby that? T-Rex. That was the baby T-Rex. Baby T-Rex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. I was expecting a Dormammu from you, Nick. But I'm sure Dude. we'll get many of them later in the episode. So we don't need it yet. We no, Dormammu is the old one, Tim. The new one is Kamertarge. That was an Good. old one, too. That was
2: an old, was old, old one. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: What's old is new again. Isn't that right? Game over Greggy himself, Greg Miller. That's right, Tim Geddes. Here we are for the re-review. And rounding out the group today is the big dog, Kevin Coelho.
1: I was going to work on something, but I didn't have enough time. Damn it. Nick, what do you a want to give yourself? My... I was going to do it and have an effect go on. Oh. Damn, I wasn't fast enough. I wasn't fast. Can, Never mind. If
0: you managed to get an effect together that quickly, I would have been
3: blown up. I would have been like an all-timer for Kevin Coelho.
1: I mean, I, I think I could have. I was so close.
3: The whole stream would have shut down, but it would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> we all would have been muted. Bad. We
0: would have gone on live on YouTube. <laughs> of course this is kind of funnies in review where every week we get together to rank review and recap different movie franchises right now we're doing a rewatch of doctor strange because next week it's time for doctor strange in the multiverse of madness continuing our mcu in review the first ever in review show that we ever did very exciting stuff. You can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review. And we'll be right there for you. If you wanted to get the show ad free and wanted to watch live as we record it, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers, Molecule, Fargo Brady, Pranksy, and Anonymous have all done. We appreciate all of you so very, very much. Today, we're brought to you by Lumen Skin, Brother Printers, and Razor but I'll tell you all about that later. Let's get right into it. Doctor Strange. It was released on November 14th, 2016, making this the second movie in phase three of the MCU. Uh, It's also the first time ever we got the MCU fanfare intro. Isn't that kind of wild to think about? Mm -hmm. Because before it, there was one with uh, music from Brian Tyler um and it was like uh, a lot shorter and it was just the comic book flippy stuff yeah and the, i like, love that it went f- really quick But yeah, now we get the whole fancy stuff um it is also the first of five appearances of dr stephen strange in the mcu which is crazy to think about this is one of the longest gaps uh between movie franchise sequels but Definitely have seen a lot of him uh, in all the different movies from Infinity War, Endgame, No Way Home, Thor Ragnarok, so many appearances. Um, And also What If? He was a main focus in that. And he's been referenced in so many different movies, dating all the way back to Spider-Man 2, uh, the Tobey Maguire one. And then also this Doctor Strange officially was referenced in Winter Soldier and uh, other movies as well. Uh, Had a runtime of one hour and 55 minutes and was directed by Scott Derrickson. Who is known for a lot of smaller horror titles? Um, he did Sinister and Sinister 2, um, or at least wrote Sinister 2. Uh, he also did Doctor Strange, that we're talking about today. And he's doing the upcoming movie, The Black Phone, that just screened last night that at Cinemacon. Crazy. And people are raving about it being did you say
4: a phone or foam?
0: Phone. phone. Okay. <laughs> You should check out the trailer for this greg it's a look real cool looking horror movie that looks scary as all shit. It's right, getting really buy good. it for a couple of minutes while I'm watching it. <laughs> it's getting really oh, good Ethan hawks
4: in
3: it yeah Ethan hawks the hawk right, watch man two he's in 56 he plays seconds Everybody shut
4: up well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just um, but anyway let's
3: react to t- greg reacting to it oh uh, wow, he's uh-huh. scared. He's scared, Nick. I'm not yet. Yeah, this is like some fucking um, stranger things looking kid. It's an
4: ad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> I'm right hearing now. about Quip Toothbrush. It comes out uh, June June 24th. Uh, that comes out, and it looks really good. Um, but he was supposed to do Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, but he was let go from that pretty early on. Uh, in January 2020, Marvel Studios and Derrickson announced that he would no longer direct the film due to creative differences uh, in separate statements. They both said they were thankful for their collaboration so far eventually sam raimi would take it up um that is such Harrison... a
3: divorce like statement Tim. Yeah. yep mm-hmm. like you but know like we're happy for each other you know he
0: remained on as executive producer of the film
3: so it's yeah, not like totally like a
0: full-on uh divorce or anything
1: right thing right because he was mm-hmm. a full divorce right
0: that was more i i don't remember i'm sure he kept some credits i don't know if he got executive producer on that but he salted
1: but... the earth insulted him and stuff
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. maybe, Good. maybe. Good. Uh but anyways, Derekson. uh what's cool about him is he actually spent a lot of his own money on a concept video that he pitched to Marvel to get Doctor Strange one, Uh, and it worked out. So pretty damn cool. He's a really big fan of the character in the comics, um, and he did something. Is that he said something that that was pretty cool? That'd be cool to watch. I don't no. think so. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: Uh, Kevin Hack nah. his iCloud.
0: You'll get it. Scott Derrickson describes this film as enabling a Marvel Comics multiverse to exist. He says, what we've wanted from the beginning was to bring in these other dimensions and realities, which is something Doctor Strange can do. Much like how the early Doctor Strange comics broke open the Marvel comic book universe into the Marvel multiverse, this film serves the same function. In the comics, it ended up being decades of new stories, and I think this movie will do the same thing. And he said that back in 2016. That's cool as shit, because here we are. Um, The music was done by who? Nick Scarfino michael gicchino yeah dude god damn dope bringing it once again i love the score to this movie i love dr strange theme i love how widely it can just go from like the baroque sounds to this mm-hmm. like psychedelic to the freaking like uh eastern asian influences it's like so goddamn good i absolutely love it uh, i'm a little worried about dr strange too it's being done by danny elfman and i gotta say When Danny Elfman takes other people's scores and kind of adapts them to be his his own, I'm not always the biggest fan. He did uh, Avengers Age of Ultron and ruined the Avengers theme, which I thought was impossible. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, Budget of $236 million, and that includes marketing, uh, and a box office of $677.7 million. And it received an Academy Award nomination for Best Visual Effects. Well earned. Well earned. Andy Cortez. Oh, it, it. I'm shocked they didn't win that. It should have won. I know. That.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it was one of those stupid Hobbit movies that came out that Andy's nah, always going so on, on and on about.
0: Oh,
4: look at my ring. That's all right. That some wheelbarrows. <laughs> i hungry and I have a ring. It's heavy, Master Frodo. <laughs> I,
3: didn't, I didn't have to be here.
0: I didn't have to be here. Uh, <laughs> all the potatoes are cut in half. Actually, <laughs> <laughs>
3: why are they? I <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will be fucking sucky, Andy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Andy, Andy, before before
0: I get to you, uh, while we're talking about visual effects, I'm going (laughs) to drop some facts here. Uh, According to Kevin Feige, the concept of magic in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is inspired by The Matrix and Hayao Miyazaki movies. Uh, Have you watched the Cosmos series? That's magic, the quantum physics. If somebody knew how to tap into that stuff, what's the difference between that and magic? You don't get it in Harry Potter, but if a scientist went to Hogwarts, you'd find out how some of that stuff is happening. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it, but there will be some of that that particularly for a character like dr strange who goes from a man of science to a man of faith and who traverses both worlds and sometimes there won't be an answer sometimes i want an answer how's this happening and nothing said feige Mm pretty cool uh and then the effects part of it is the vfx experts at ilm developed a concept that the only other living things that can detect alternate dimensions besides humans are pigeons and cats if you watch the film you can spot a few moments where cats and pigeons react based on the mirror dimension events and no one else is uh reacting to it, it's uh, kind of fun. Uh, it my cat? cats
2: are they con- are cats and pigeons is constantly terrified of everything they're seeing in the mirror dimension with the buildings folding into each other
0: yeah i know continuing to to read the interview about that stuff they were saying it's they were trying to uh, explain why cats are so fucking weird mm-hmm. and they're always uh, just kind of like makes sense yeah yeah eddie what'd
3: you think uh i think this movie is pretty cool tim it's a cool movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think visually it's super uh i think it's super interesting visually i Still feel kind of the same feelings that I had the first couple times watching this movie is just that I I, th- I think it's purposeful to kind of have to differentiate Strange from Tony Stark by making him more of an asshole. Like that's kind of that that's more of the arc here as opposed to just somebody who's kind of cocky and interested in their own uh, in, I guess, in their self-interests. Stephen Strange has to be more of a jerk to kind of make him a tiny bit more different. And I don't know if it necessarily plays super great. Um, I think some of the I I think the comedy surprisingly works uh, a bit for me here. But uh, there's a couple moments that just kind of make me make me roll my eyes and kind of this. The whenever you hear people insult Marvel movies and how the comedy always has to come in and ruin a moment. I never necessarily agree with it until. Like watching this movie when the caller like wipes his chin and stuff it's like we had such a good moment right now we were kind of i was motivated and stoked and it's little things like that that just kind of like it, it's hard for me not to roll my eyes and go ah oh, you, you didn't have to put that in that could have been a deleted scene um other than that i think i think tilda swinton's fantastic i think mads doesn't get utilized enough and he's I mean, he's still in the movie, right? He's still this force, this kind of evil asshole. But I want him to be more of a villain in this movie. I think he would have been... um, I think it would have been a smarter decision to have him kind of be the big bad in the way that Thanos always got screen time. I think he's just that damn good of a performer.
0: Kevin Coelho, what are your thoughts?
1: I really, really enjoy this movie. Um, The humor gets me. I I get what Andy's saying and I feel like there are moments like the Beyonce joke just doesn't hit and it feels like they cut something else out to like build that joke up that he does. Um but then like the moment where he gets wiped by the the, the cape wipes him, I think that's it's fine. It's it's I think it's funny, but like what's even better is his reaction afterwards of being like no like he waits a minute and he keeps going and he like looks at it, it is like stop. <laughs> it just Something about that humor gets me so, so perfectly. I want to get you, gets me so hard. Um, I also really like that uh, Dermamu is the, like, big boss that he has to fight at the end, and then he has to use his wits. He, like, actually has to fight him, and it's not just, you know, like, oh, hey, here's a bad wizard. Yeah. So I think that that mm-hmm. breaks from the mold of just, like, oh, he's just fighting another, like, copy of himself um and th- the whole build-up of it all is really clever the effects when um they go and he turns back time and everything is kind of uh like rebuilding himself around him and yeah. like sees all these people like dying and undying i guess i think th- that's freaking awesome um yeah i mean i i love this movie i legit like i think it's a top tier movie and uh, I'm hopeful that the second one is it's got that same magic. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, Craig Miller phrase.
4: Uh, this is the most I've ever enjoyed this movie. I think I enjoy it more every time I watch it. And this was no exception. But what was interesting is uh, going in, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember Doctor Strange, like the the, uh, the movie, not the character. But it was like. I've seen so much of him coming off of Spider-Man, coming off of uh, Infinity War and Endgame, obviously, right, to what what you talked about, Tim, and how much we've seen of him. I really forgot how special this movie was and how gorgeous this movie was and how great the visual effects were and how great the acting was. And, like, uh, you know, the things I jotted down, right, was, like, I forgot that opening segment with Hilda in the mirror dimension and like how they debuted that and how they showed that and how they had her running through and fighting and then, you know, walking out into the streets and being uh, just out there again. Right. Like I forgot how good uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is, uh, especially in, in the, throughout the entire movie, but like his performance in the hospital bed, right. When he wakes up and stuff and like him crying and having all the pins in his hands and like, you feel his, abject horror right of seeing this and feeling like he was butchered and then also coming to terms with this, I, like i felt like his pain if that makes sense like mm-hmm. there was that it's you know i i, I was this is the most i ever enjoyed this movie and i i think it comes from forgetting how much i like this movie or forgetting how good this movie was and maybe even you know just seeing dr strange and a bunch of other stuff and be like oh yeah i get it spins his hand and does the thing but to go back and see lot of it i i totally had forgotten how much they mentioned the multiverse in this multiverse has mentioned every other goddamn sentence in this but it's been so long and so much has happened in the mcu that i totally forgot that i'm really glad we're doing this rewatch and i really had a good time with it
2: nick scarpino Yeah, I'm right there with Greg. I mean, I I liked this movie when we first came out of the theaters just because I feel like it was unique amongst all the standalone uh, MCU movies, like the origin story movies, largely because the Stephen Strange character, I think, has the farthest to go out of any of the characters that we've seen so far. Um, He starts as just a really egotistical dick. And uh, I mean, granted, he has great taste in music. Shout out to Chuck Mangione and that reference to the flugelhorn uh which if you guys don't know I always wanted to play the flugelhorn and my band director was like we're not buying a flugelhorn for you to play and I was like cool I guess like, you can only be so much trumpet.
3: of a loser <laughs> it's like really <laughs> I'm just, like, was, was just looking
2: out for you big nick um but uh but I do I do think this movie is absolutely strengthened by the fact that now the multiverse is going to be a big a big part of the MCU going forward in the next phases and I think that you know seeing Loki and seeing everything that's happened there and, and this really is the foundation for a lot of that um, and the and, new and Spider-Man movie that stuff so it's cool and i just think that i'll agree with andy some of the humor doesn't hit for me um i I think it kind of feels out of place here and there but the visuals what we're seeing here we had never seen before going into into a marvel movie and i just think the kaleidoscope aspect of the of all the visuals is stunning i haven't seen anything like that in a movie since and i am a sucker for that like baroque harpsichord score and i I Mm -hmm. honestly think as i watched it i was like man, I remember them using this a lot more. They were so conservative using that score in this. It's only in those weird touches where he becomes Dr. Strange and you kind of hear it like there's that great last scene where he throws the cape over him as he's walking up the stairs and you just kind of hear it kind of come in a little bit. I'm like, dude, you guys got of leaned into that way more. Cause it's, it really has a unique vibe amongst all superhero movies. It's very, very, very much just Dr. Strange. And I appreciate it for that.
0: Yep. I am just going to echo what everyone's saying, and I'm so happy you guys are on, on this page. I wasn't necessarily expecting it, but I really think that this movie is a lot better than people give it credit for. Like, I think that it is so important to the MCU and looking back at it now when we have seen Strange evolve so much over the last five movies we've seen him in, but not just him as a character, like all the things that this movie introduces, this magic element, the idea of the different dimensions, the different realities, multiverse, all those concepts, but even just things that now are just obvious visual identity stuff that we visual language stuff that we know like portals right Mm -hmm. how they work the sling ring the different types of weapons how all the magic actually works how you can learn the magic the introduction of the time stone being an infinity stone like all of this stuff just is so i think expertly designed as a movie to introduce you and i think when we watched it for the first time uh, it was just kind of a lot of stuff, and it kind of just felt like, all right, cool. There's this that leads to this, that leads to this. Cool, cool, cool. But rewatching it now with the context of how much influence all these elements have on the universe, it's like, wow, they really did a great job of kind of doing a magic for dummies in this movie, and using Strange as the char- this character that is being introduced to the world the same way we are, and getting the training montage, essentially getting all these big moments, and for it to end not with the mimic fight of him versus. Mads um, Mikkelsen, but to get that fight with the ancient one and then also get the Dormammu fight of mm-hmm. him so going cool. up against a god because he is that smart and he does have these, this wit to him and that is really his strength. So when you add that knowledge to this ridiculous amount of power with the the magic stuff that's where you get to sorcerer supreme levels and like that i think they did a great job of uh kind of giving him such a fantastic character rise in this one film that we can appreciate a lot more now looking back on it yeah um i think the weaker elements of this movie are definitely uh the the villain um in terms of the the story of it where it kind of just amounts to he's angry and turned on people and it's a story we've seen a million times and i don't think this did it better uh in any way and it kind of was a waste of mads because he's just so damn good i don't think it was bad it all worked but i just don't think it was a particular highlight of the film and the the comedy to me i'm a little all over on um i feel like the some things make me cringe more than i normally do during mcu comedy stuff like the Wong laughing at the end when strange makes a joke like it's just just
1: chuckled just a little it's just weird
0: there's something about it that i'm like damn it man like this this kind of lessens it for me but like honestly those are my criticisms like everything else Mm -hmm. i think this movie is really special like it having the the score that i love so much like this is one of the first if not the first time a movie a marvel movie introduced a character theme that was iconic from the jump it Mm -hmm. took many movies for captain america to have a theme that any of us recognized as captain america's theme iron man never even got one strange got it in this movie and they've used it in every appearance he's had since and i think that that is very very great and a necessary thing to build this world out this movie is fucking awesome and i can't wait to talk more about it so without further ado andy let's get to the plot i don't
3: have a song (laughs) Cool. It, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Strange
2: <laughs> Camertage gets pwned yeah. by Le Chiffre from Casino yeah. Royale uh, They string up the librarian and cut his head off uh, So they can get into the restricted area of the Hogwarts library And I'll tell you guys uh, <laughs> uh, They they want to do their Dumamo spell real, real bad Cut over to tilt the sweating yeah. I,
1: I, it didn't happen because there was a delay But all those jokes hit I want you to Thank know that you. I yeah, just, those those are mostly for you me. Kevin These, yeah, these I, fucking well, idiots
2: over here don't understand What that the fuck I am sure you're a yeah, slack library. jaw
1: They don't even know what the, you're saying uh, <laughs> <Amber> <laughs> Nick must man. be making
2: references Only 42 year olds and 12 year olds understanding understand again
1: That's right guys that's my fucking
2: demographic right there uh, Let's see Tilda Swettin' Comes in, tells Caecilius that the ritual uh, he is is trying to do is just ripped out of the book. Will bring nothing but sorrow. She chases after them, and out we go uh, from Camertage to London, where she traps them in the mirror dimension. and They fight, and I stand by the fact that these visuals are just some of the coolest we've still awesome. seen uh, Very to rad. this date. Caecilius uh, gets away from Tilda who who is bald. Uh, cut over to Doctor <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Strange. Who knows thank you, a lot Nick. Thank you. We about- <laughs> needed that. We need <laughs> that. That was a reveal. reveal. I that, was that was a fun. reveal. I was it a was wondering. Wondering. Was- <laughs> <laughs> <He> was- <laughs> Definitely not. She was wearing the hood, and then all of a sudden, she takes it off, and she's bald. And I was like, "Oh, she's got scars in the back of her head. We're gonna get, we're gonna get the payoff for that one day." And we never have.
3: But did you know that Tilda Swinton is bald in Doctor Strange? Like, wow, <laughs> big Marvel facts right here. That makes breaking huge, right. huge. That's what <laughs> now, I bring. To did she table, go
1: bald moment. for it, or is this like some a body double? It's a What's cat? happening? Nick? A bald cat. I don't, I don't know actually.
2: If only she we had a podcast thing. within a podcast to discuss head style costumes.
0: god dude
3: how many balls are we gonna drop today Eddie? what's going on i'm not on? on it i'm not on it is it man. a wig I don't, I don't know but it's not wig a wig it
0: out
2: with
4: scarpino it's not what's a up everybody to welcome we're no.
2: gonna scarpino i'm assuming I, I would not put it past Tilda this to have shaved her head down but i don't think she would have picked it like that i'm pretty sure we're gonna go with bald cap we're gonna go with bald cap <laughs> uh let's see no, so <laughs> I have an answer. what's that i have an answer oh go for it what is it
4: uh according to the independent.co.uk really. Swinston shaved her head for the role of the ancient one a that's character wow. had been previously portrayed as an asian male that's cool she uh yeah she, she's rad. dedicated
3: to that
1: yeah great actor again her comedy hits every time for me well she's phenomenal
3: did you ever hear the uh, i don't know if we'd ever talked about it on the show but like obviously there there was some controversy and you know marvel kind of got yeah. attacked for like why would you cast a white lady in a role that's usually an asian dude mm-hmm. Um, and Kevin Feige had mentioned that they were hesitant to cast an Asian person because they didn't want to feel like they kind of like purposely cast a white person so that they didn't feel that they were being stereotypical about yeah. it. go ahead.
0: Yeah, Scott Derrickson uh, said he wanted the, the ancient one to be an Asian woman, but they felt that it would be perceived as exploiting Asian fetish. Uh he decided to cast a non-Asian actor in the role, but still to take the opportunity to cast an amazing actress in a male role. Uh, he thus wrote the role of the Ancient One, especially for Tilda Swinton, feeling she was the obvious choice for such a mystical and mysterious role.
3: And they do call I, it that she's Celtic, which is neat. Well, like I also, she's not... She's not- pretending to be another race which i think is very good <laughs> yeah that's that's incredibly important i also think it's
2: it's, it's interesting because it does it does beg the question like can the ancient one be anywhere like from anywhere right that the, they have to be from a specific lineage or can like greatness come from anywhere again a lot of harry potter <laughs> references here guys Anyone We're throwing can them at you exactly and hey, you really Ra- reached Ra- for that one nick i know i did kevin it was not good but you then i was gonna to. follow it up i was gonna follow it up off. with R- raccoon cooey and if you get that joke
1: You've watched a different
2: movie. Uh, Dr. Palmer knows a lot about Chuck Mangione and his cool flugelhorn, Greg, is what I wrote in here. (laughs) Dr. Strange takes a bullet out of a dude's head freehand just to prove that he's better than Dr. Nick West, whose full name, it turns out, is Nicodemus. What? Nicodemus, Nicodemus. Nick, yeah. teams. What else is that,
3: this dude in? He looks like he's been in he a He was of other a weird
2: stuff. alien guy in Men in Black 3. And then I think he was on an <laughs> HBO show for a while. <laughs> Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, he's he was on, on Boardwalk
3: Empire. Empire
1: yeah. played one of the Nick, gangsters. The there. flugelhorn, is it just a there slightly smaller trumpet?
2: I think it's a slightly bigger trumpet. Oh, if memory serves correctly. I think it's okay. uh, oh. it has a deeper tone
1: from the images. It looked smaller, but does it it's look smaller.
2: Maybe I'm maybe I could. But I mean, it's I not compared,
1: but it's not compared to another trumpet. So it could Fugle just be
2: horn shaved. in hand. You got to put you got to get the wrist shot of that. Got yeah, it's it. Got <laughs>
1: it. It's bigger, huh? Yeah,
2: it's way bigger. Got Type it. in flugelhorn horn in hand and you'll but see it. we looked You never
1: got a flugelhorn if I'm being honest. Greg,
2: can you get on Amazon and buy me a starter? I don't need a silver one. Give me a starter flugelhorn with some rose gold please. Have you seen it.
1: the one with the curve? It's the Instead of the horn being straight, it like has a curve to it. Pretty cool. I've never seen
2: that one. You can Google that. Give me that one if you want Tim. Dr. Palmer but before, wants him. Before
0: we get to the rest of this nonsense, yeah. let me tell you about our sponsors.
3: <laughs> They're not coming back. The viewers are not coming back. Alright
4: really guys, let's chat skincare. If your skincare routine is basically you washing your face in the shower with that one shower gel that you've been using since high school, then it's time to level up your skincare game. Because as it turns out, that regular body wash you've been using that you thought was good enough is probably damaging your skin. But thanks to Lumen, you can drop that bottle of three-in-one and start using products that actually take care of your skin. With Lumen, you get the highest quality products. All their products aim to help with those stubborn acne scars, under eye circles, wrinkles, sun damage, dry skin, oily skin, you name it, it's all there. Starting with Lumen is easy. All you have to do is take a two-minute quiz on their website, and they'll tell you exactly which routine is best for your skincare needs. Gia's been using the Charcoal Face Wash and Charcoal Face Scrub, and she feels so fresh afterward. She has dry skin, so especially during the winter, it's nice to have that hydration and exfoliation. Also, she's a big fan of the really subtle citrus smell. Level up your skincare game with Lumen Skin today. Go to lumenskin.com slash funny to get your free trial of Lumen's products. That's L-U-M-I-N skin.com slash funny for a free trial. lumenskin.com slash funny. Hey computer people! Announced at CES and available now the latest generation of Razer Blades feature. All new NVIDIA GeForce RTX 30 Series GPUs and up to an RTX 3080 Ti featuring a suite of cutting-edge features to improve gameplay, including NVIDIA Reflex. NVIDIA Reflex delivers the ultimate competitive advantage the lowest latency the best responsiveness get the competitive edge you need at sub 25 milliseconds and i asked the one the only the nitro rifle andy cortez is that good and he said oh sub 25 milliseconds is great and i said that's fantastic acquire targets faster react quicker and increase aim precision in the most competitive games such as apex legends fortnite call of duty and more learn more about the Razer Blades powered by NVIDIA GPUs with NVIDIA Reflex Technology at Razer.com. When I needed a printer, I turned to Twitter, and so many of you told me Brother was the way to go. For more than a year now, Jen and I have been using our Brother printer for immigration paperwork, baby paperwork, and a million other things. It's been great, but you know what printers need? Ink. And while it used to be a hassle to get ink, Brother's Refresh Easy print subscription has made it easy. The Brother Refresh Easy print subscription service is a printing plan that is based on the number of pages you print. You choose a monthly plan based on your print volume needs, color, black and white, and all print for one monthly cost. And instead of having to remember to buy replace Placement ink cartridges, your printer does the work for you through an intelligent ink and toner level monitoring feature that tracks the remaining amount of ink or toner and orders it before you run out. The Brother Refresh Easy Print Subscription Service is a convenient worry-free way to print. Each plan is flexible and you can change or cancel your subscription anytime. So what are you waiting for? Stop running out of ink when you need it most and put your printer to work with the Brother Refresh Easy Print Subscription Service by signing up at brother-usa.com slash printwithrefresh. Again, that's brother-usa a.com print with refresh to sign up for the brother refresh easy print subscription service
1: and stop worrying about your ink levels i just want you to know we like if you go to google trends flugelhorn searches has just gone through the roof from zero to at
2: least (laughs) two dozen (laughs) man i'll tell you guys from the right now after we're done with this We're going to stop this podcast and I'm going to take you guys on a little bit of a journey for one, (laughs) Mr. Chuck Mangione, because if that doesn't make you want to just lay back on a sunny deck, have a cocktail, maybe smoke a little doobie, I don't know what will. I digress. Doctor Palmer wants him to to be his her head of neurosurgeon or head neurosurgeon at the ER, but he's like, dude, I'm doing Doctor House shit, and that's way more glorious than your dumb ER stuff. So take it in your pocket and stuff it. Strange and Palmer, of course, used to date. There's a little bit of tension here, and Strange wants to uh, to invite her to a speaking engagement. But she's like, that's boring as shit. Uh, so she blows him off. Uh, and he goes home and he dresses up and throws on one of his cool JLC watches, which is dope as shit. And he has the collection that I've always wanted. And then hops down the highway in his Lambo, Billy calls him with some cases. And he's like, now's the right time to look through these incredibly intricate case files on your fucking smart tablet in your Lambo where you're going a thousand miles an hour. One of which of course is a hidden reference, not really a hidden reference, a little Easter egg reference to Rhodes, uh, who was, uh, in, I think this is right after he was paralyzed in the uh, civil war, right? Mm-hmm. cool easter egg and then strange is like oh i'll get this right now and of course takes his eye off the road for one second gets into head on if, collision and, and tumbles about one billion times yes, One Ray. of
4: my this is one of my favorite things about his origin story is that it's just his own hubris yep. that's what that's what takes him out it's I not some it. bigger thing like you yep. know iron man being abducted it's not some grander cause like captain america that he gets involved right it's just him being an idiot and looking at a text while driving like I, I him thinking he can do no wrong and driving a million miles and do this really complicated thing on his way to some hoity toity convention speaking engagement. I thought I always liked that a lot to really I, set the stage for who he is.
3: I do love, however, the, that sort of zoom in on the hands. Right. And it's like, here, here's where the damage <laughs> oh, yeah, begins. Slow-mo. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh no, his hands are destroyed. And then the car hits fucking <laughs> 90 rocks on the way down and spins a total of like 40 times. And you're like, we got to worry about more than the hands right now. (laughs) He's just, we got bigger problems, guys. He's just dead. Yeah, there's no way that that any human survives that sort of thing. Yeah, but at least it made him look sufficiently beat up. Uh, Of course, he lives, but he'll never play the piano again.
2: And then uh, Palmer (laughs) says, "Hey." She so goes, No one could have done better. And he says, I could have. I could
3: that's have done good better. Memory. Good memory. Strange really spends, good. of course, still all of his time. A, still in... a fucking asshole. I love that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, you could have done better. Uh, to which I would have replied, Hey, man, did you see the footage of that crash? You're lucky the only thing that got like hurt with your hands. Like everything else is in perfect working condition. That car tumbled 1,000 times. Strange spends all of his time and money on experimental procedures, but there's only ever been one guy, his PT knows that recovered completely from nerve damage and he's like well why don't you find that guy for me he goes okay i'll just find him just to shut your dumb ass your egotistical ass up christine of course wants him to stop she comes over with some soup and scissors uh, there are other things that can give your life meaning and of course he's in such a dark place and such an egotistical asshole he says like what you and then uh, of fine. course drives her away uh, but luckily she left the soup uh, she came in with uh so things are <laughs> looking pretty start look up uh-huh. Old, old Doctor Strange. Uh he he's gets gonna
3: slurp it with a little straw or something. <sighs> Just I can't <laughs> even get the can't even get the cap off. Uh he gets Based the down. file
2: back from his personal trainer, uh or his physical therapist rather. That's what PT means in this context, and finds Benjamin Bratt playing some ball. The, the
0: bell of the ball.
3: The I'm
2: there Tom Lone. I'm Tom Lone. And this one he's Pangborn uh tells him. <laughs> To go pound sand, because back in the day when he was uh, when he had his injury, to his spine. Strange refused to see him because he knew he couldn't help him. There's no glory in that. Uh, but eventually, Painborn relents and tells him to elevate his mind at a place called Comertage. Oh so. Man. We head over to Kathmandu, Nepal, where Strange searches far and wide for comortage by pretty much just saying the word to random people like an insane person until finally, Chiwetel Ajafor spots him, plays Mordor, excuse me, Mordo, uh, and saves him from some thugs trying to rob him for his broken J- uh, JLC watch. I love the watch metaphor, by the way.
1: It wasn't broken I, at that point, right? He broke think it that, afterwards. It's a
2: good question, I thought, because that was the watch he was wearing during the um, car crash. So that was the question I had for you guys. Did he break it in the car crash?
3: or I think
4: it's here in the fight it gets broken.
3: Is it in the fight? Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and, and Mordor is,
3: is just... the place they go in the best Mordor movie bro. franchise of all time, the best Hobbits. trilogy of can all he, time. If the Hobbit the clerics. Rings. not even beat Clerks. Wow. Most, most Oscars I ever remember.
0: <laughs> uh said that the symbolism of the watch is a little heavy, I admit, but it works for me. It acknowledges that Strange still carries the brokenness that is himself with him.
3: Well, I like awesome, when a director is yeah, at least able to, like, <laughs> kind of, like, I right, get so it. I
0: want like, to hard, but, you know, want hard, say, really and hard And then, real quick, I just want to say, uh, speaking to Derrickson, like, him being a horror director, like, there are a lot of moments in this movie, like, with the editing and, like, the cuts and stuff that have that kind of jump scary moment. Like, even just, like, the crash itself when he's, like, looking at the text. And it's just that split second of him looking at it, and then he gets hit, and the sound design is just, like, you're in a blender. I love oh, that's it. cool shit. I think mean, that's mm-hmm. so cool. Uh, of course, Mordo, Mordo
2: takes him over to Camerotage, uh which looks a little rundown. And he's like, hey, that other building over there. He's like, are you sure this is Camerotage? He's like, cuz that building looks more Camerotagey. <laughs> That one got me. Mortal gives him some advice. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't. It <laughs> He goes, forget everything you think you know. Of course, Stephen mistakes a random uh, person that's studying in there for the ancient one uh, because, uh, and then Tilda Swinton pops in and she knows a lot about him. Uh, he's like, "What about Painborn?" She goes, "I didn't cure Painborn. He could walk. He couldn't walk, and she convinced him that he could." Uh, Strange thinks that she's talking about cellular regeneration, but the ancient one is talking about reor- reorienting the spirit. To heal the body, she gives him a book on chakras and acupuncture and MRI and all these things. Which, and I love this scene because she goes, "All these things were 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 done by people who only had a fraction of the picture. They didn't understand the full thing." Uh, but of course, Strange doesn't feel. I believe in fairy tales about chakras, or I love how he's chakras or spirits, uh, and then gets a little violent. So the Ancient One knocks his fucking astral form out of his body just to show him how much he doesn't <laughs> pokey. know. It's
1: all pokey. Bow, 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 bow. He's like, she gives him just the old, I love
2: it. And by the way, I love that. And it's one of those standout moments too in in, uh, Endgame where Bruce is like, listen, I don't want to have to get to
0: it. She just just knocks him out of the Hulk's body. So cool. And then No Um, Way Home as well, man. This whole scene is- one of the MCU best ones. Like this is so great. And it does everything that makes this shit special, which is it it shows us a new world, it explains things in a way that is exposition, but it's exposition backed with like insane visuals that are actually happening to the character and to the yeah. the what to the experience. Oh, yeah. So it's not just like trippiness for trippiness' sake. It's like actually showing us like, yo, the multiverse is cool, but it can also be really scary and there'll Weird. be a lot of little thingies.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and it also I think. Like, this job, this movie does such a good job creating a character who is kind of like a douchebag, an asshole, who thinks he knows everything, and then throwing him into this vast, vast universe of things he doesn't know. And it does such a good job, like, making us understand, like, why he believes in it now or, like, sees it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, I like that, I, yeah. I think my main problem with
3: Doctor Strange as a hero is that it's... It's not like he was born as like the chosen one or like, I, I fail to see why he was the one that was chosen to do any of this. They
2: talk about that a little bit when he's studying. She says like, you're really, really like, you're really good at this. Like you, you are, that's probably one of the reasons why you excelled as a surgeon because you just have an inherent, like an innate ability to do this. But the one thing that I think is strong about the film is that she goes, the thing that's really holding you back is you're, you're still missing that one incredible key point. And he goes, what? She goes, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Like stop making it everything in the world about you. And I think that's so strong. Cause as he goes into like, how does he solve the problem? How does he beat the big bad guy? It's not by overpowering him. It's by using his intellect, but also sacrificing himself, like being willing to be like, I will be stuck in this Death loop with you for all of eternity Because I just finally realized That there's more important things That come before myself Which I thought
0: was pretty cool, yeah, and you know what's really cool with that. And and watching this, this is my first time watching it since we did MCU and Review leading into Infinity War, so it's been a couple of years, and I mean, that was leading into Infinity War, so we got his little cameo in Ragnarok, but we've gotten a lot of substantial strange since then. And I, I've got that, some that, strange since then, don't you yeah, worry, yeah, <laughs> that's my man. Uh, but no, the, the line of uh, it's not about you, like that being kind of the theme of this movie, I think is interesting to contextualize his choices and actions going forward whether it's him helping peter with the spell or uh even in infinity war like legitimately giving thanos the time stone like what a ridiculous thing for him to do but i love that it's not with great power comes great responsibility like that's not steven's thing and it is more just you have this power but you need to not use it just to benefit yourself not for the glory but to help others and when you think about it that way like the amount of times from this movie on that he makes choices that aren't for him, but they are to help those around him. And whenever he does the crazy big spells, that's the purpose. I think it's really cool to think about it that way. Me too. Uh, anyway, we're not quite
2: there yet, right now. Uh, Till this Witten brings him back into his body and then punts his third eye into the stratosphere and it's trippy as hell, just like that one awesome. tunnel in the original okay. Willy Wonka okay. chocolate factory. I'm like, yeah. why is this tunnel in here? What purpose the is this? He bugs. Threat? That was scary yeah. as shit. <laughs> <There> <laughs> uh, the creepiest thing, of course, she says, You think you know the world works? You think that, the, that this is the material universe is all there <laughs> <What> is? <heck? laughs> yeah, strange goes through all the bed. And then we get to the creepiest thing ever just a bunch of little baby hands like growing yeah, out of little baby hands. baby
1: hands. He looks at his hands and it's a fractal. Each finger is made of hands, made of fingers, of hands, of fingers, you know? That is the scariest thing.
2: That's the kind of shit that, like, I bet if you thumb through some very Ah, early Greg Miller drawings... You'll see a few of them. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, she opens his eyes to the infinite multiverse. That's the first reference we get there, uh, out there, including Dormammu's. And the sequence is incredible. And then he comes back, and of course, he's an aunt. He says, Teach me. And she says, No. So they kick his ass out, just like they did Rob Paulson in Fight Club. And just like Rob Paulson, he hangs out for like five minutes and they bring him back in. Uh, And let's see uh, The Ancient One of course is reluctant to show Another talented student the way uh, Least he turn out like Caecilius. But eventually Mordo talks her into it and they let him back in Uh, He gets handed a piece of paper with the word Shambhala on it and he goes what is this My mantra he goes no it's the Wi-Fi password We're not savages That joke I thought was pretty funny Strange takes his watch off and reads the inscription on the the back Uh, Of course this is the one watch he couldn't part with Because the inscription on the back says Time will tell how much I love you From Christine which is a very very nice thing
0: this is uh, Wong's first introduction as well. That's and, right. Uh, it's funny because seeing him in this movie, I'm so happy where he is now compared to where he was in this. And I, I think it's totally explained by just his relationship with Strange, kind of opening him up and making him a little friendlier and, and more lighthearted mm-hmm. uh, in the, the future movies. But he is tied for Doctor Strange for appearances in movies. He wasn't in Ragnarok, but he was in Shang-Chi and Doctor Strange wasn't. Oh, that's cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love. I mean, I love Bannon Wong. I think he does a great job in this. Uh, the next day, of course, Strange begins his training he's uh uh, until this went and tells me harness energy from the other dimensions of the universe to cast spells to conjure shields and weapons to make magic i love all the graphics here i love how they're doing all this stuff i think that's so unique and cool and and again uh, tim made that earlier point that everything has that sort of distinctive visual style and that's one of the strengths of the mcu is that you see these things these glyphs that that they make and you go okay that's dr strange world that's that's that kind of magic
0: Um Uh, real quick uh a note on that there's on new the ah. On the new Rockstars channel, uh, youtube.com slash new rockstars, MT did this really cool breakdown of the color science of the MCU and how they're following throughout all the movies. There's a consistent back and forth reasoning of when magic is purple versus red versus Mm. orange versus blue versus whatever Mm. and when you see the glows off of different things even not just like the most obvious like okay Wanda shit or what like Mm -hmm. strangest shit like when you're talking about just any color elements going on it's backing up story points and and science in the world where there's like a a consistent bible to it all it's really damn cool uh
2: strange asks how do i get from zero to where you are the ancient one and she says how did you get to be you know to be replacing people's brains or whatever the fucking neurosurgeon does and he goes years of practice and study she's like hey now you're on the track so he heads over to the library where all dorks go and meets <laughs> Wong and Wong goes he's like Wong just Wong like Adele or Drake and I'm like this guy gets it Tim. yeah I mean he might be older funny. but he's smart he gets re- modern contemporary references we're gonna get a banger of a Beyonce reference later Greg fucking put your pants back on Strange I can't ever all, imagine Strange.
0: this guy doing karaoke.
2: Never. This Benedict do Wong. karaoke? Oh, Wong. Cool. That makes sense. Wong's a badass. Anyway, uh, uh, let's see. Strange finishes all the rem- remedial books, so Wong takes him to the master's section and Strange asks about the Ancient Ones' private collection but Wong tells him they're, they're, they're far too advanced for anyone uh, but the Sorcerer Supreme. And that that's the, I think this is the first time she's referred to as the Sorcerer Supreme and that's pretty fucking cool. Strange. And now... Wong is yeah that's a badass uh strong strange notices one of the pages from the book of the castle of Cagliostro uh which is torn out uh and, and which apparently is about turning back time nice share reference there But Wong, <laughs> but Wong for tells more, them
0: not to for know. more on this mm-hmm. you should watch episode four of what if what? the Doctor what? Strange episode where that's they actually episode. go and he talks to Cagliostro I think uh, nah, you can skip it though just read about yeah, it, it. Oh, no really it was late. good you guys suck
2: you, you guys are right? all Nick it silent. wasn't like,
1: good uh, come on You're it all was no entertaining enough to admit that. no
2: what I really just is? want to, just want to look, look at Kevin's reaction <laughs> uh Kyselius, of course starts we cut back over to him and his gang and they start the spell from the missing pages and the whole crew gets cool Dormammu eye tattoos uh Strange can't make the shapes happen with his sling ring but uh he's good at grunting <laughs> so that's, that's something for him uh Strange thinks it's his hands but Master uh uh i'm gonna mispronounce this
0: hamir uh, so those grunts those grunts i wasn't gonna put this fact in here but the fact that you brought up those specific grunts i'm going to they're not benedict cumberbatch uh there was a bunch of random added vo that they had to do and it's the voice of titus from final fantasy X, and also the voice of ratchet james arnold taylor weird that's fun how about why I, I don't know.
2: I'm going
1: you
4: know, that to say that's not
2: fun. I'm going to say that's not fun. But I love this is another fun lesson here, of course, because uh, the master that she brings over only has one hand. So it's not about that. It's about it's all in your mind. She says, You can't beat a river into submission. You have to surrender to its current and use its power as your own. So then she takes him over to Mount Everest and leaves his ass there Fucking until he fi- he hilarious. figures out how to get back. And I love this scene too. Tilda Swinton, perfectly yeah. played. Great chemistry yeah. with uh, Chiwetel here. Because yeah. she cut it, she's like, "It's fine." And then we cut. It's like one little looker. She's like, "I don't know." Maybe we'll yeah, it, right. it would be fine in like <laughs> yeah.
1: two seconds.
2: Yeah, it's pretty yeah. Uh Of course, uh, he comes back, and he's finally kind of starting to come in his own power. He tries shaving again, but it's still hard. So he leaves a nineteen nineties goatee. Because I assume he believes, like the rest of us, that AJ McLean was the unsung hero of Backstreet Boys. Uh, strange. This call is out. so
0: stupid. I didn't even notice this was like the origin of his goatee.
2: Yeah. He wow, can't yeah, that's so pregnant. obvious. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, Strange calls Wong Beyonce for not giving him the book on astral projection, so he conjures a gateway into the library Twitch and steals the, the book while Wong listens to single ladies on his headphones, which I thought was pretty funny. But you guys are all dead inside. Then he sleeps while his I, spirit, con- I liked him stealing the book. Uh, yeah, so I liked him stealing
3: the book. I didn't Question. get it, it just is it a wig? I don't know. Wigging out a scarpino. Like this is there are some sequences in this movie where his hair looks the most real and the most mm-hmm. convincing. Except for on the sides. Like it's obvious that it just I wonder if like if it's not slicked back on the sides, its it just hang down? <laughs> like
2: I think um, yeah, if you see pictures of him behind the scenes, Andy, it looks like it it hangs down roughly to the
3: nipple line. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah. Very the rest of his hair kind of only like
2: two, 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 three inches,
3: this goes straight to Gotcha. Where Cause Yeah, because there's there are some shots where it looks realistic and the hairline doesn't look super like where it's just binary. It's just there's hairline, there's skin, you know, like the way it looks now, it looks incredibly fake uh, in more recent shots. But oh. I feel like this is part I feel like parts of this movie where he has his shorter hair look the most realistic. When he has the longer hair, though, good Lord, that looks terrible. There are some sequences where he's moving around. It's just like a stiff wig. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like a hair helmet. Yeah. (laughs) It's the same thing with his uh, beard before he shaves it. When it's the
4: long,
2: scruffy beard, you're like, all right, well, this is pretty bad. Yeah. Well, thank God that's it's 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 goatee from here on out. Uh, goatee,
4: go V, go home. That's those the options. You know
2: what I mean? This is Sam cool. Greg. Uh, he's I, I, lo- I love this scene. I don't even think I saw this the first time, but I love that he's sleeping while he and while he's sleeping, his astral his astral spirit is still continuing to study, which is cool. It's just badass, man. Sick. Like
0: you, you're starting to see him kind of become like this sense. powerful being, and it's like it's like, like Wanda. I, it, totally. And like going back to what Greg was saying, like he's not this like there's no divine thing that happened that caused this. It's like he's just really good at studying and putting it together. And like us seeing that happen in this movie makes it by the end of it when he's legitimately facing your mom you're like, I buy it. I totally yeah. buy it. He figured mm-hmm. it out. Uh, the ancient one shows strange how to get
2: into the mirror dimension so he can train safely without fucking up the rest of the world. Uh, and it's also used to do uh, some, I guess, surveillance and contain threats. Uh, Mordo teaches strange how to fight. And they talk about Caecilius, who was kind of like strange during his time at uh Taj, came in broken
3: and even kind of funny. I'm just saying right now, uh, top three coolest name of all time. Caecilius. It's a good name. It's like, hard it's to spell. just a really cool it, fucking name.
1: It's, I feel like it's hard to pronounce in the same way that that uh, Miyazaki movie was. The Castle of Cagliosho. Cagliosho. Yeah. You know, similar name. Sounds cool. Both cool. Caglios
2: is one of those literally, I had to look it up 15 yeah. times.
1: Hard to pronounce. Every single time I, I write.
2: It's true. Uh, anyway, Mordo. Uh, let's see if Let they talk about him. Uh, uh, then Mordo shows Strange Relic. We get that, in, which we get that introduced, which is imbued with magical power, too powerful for humans to sustain. So they put them in objects. This is the stuff of the living. He's like, this is the staff of the living tribunal, which is cool and strange. Wants one, Kevin. Kevin Koala.
1: We didn't get enough of these vaulting shoes because they were fucking dope. They're sick. They were so cool, and we see them in that one shot, and then never again.
2: They come back in one more shot later as they're running away during the, the chase sequence with Gaisilius. I think he uses them one time to get down the building and, and uh, Strange floats down because he's got the cloak of levitation. Seeing that cool.
3: staff in action, it's like, I just want a Bloodborne movie. Like, I want to, I would just want to see these transforming weapons. That shit was so dope. This scene is so sick. Uh, the
0: actor, um, I don't know his name, but Mordo's actor is a black belt in karate. So he did all of his own stunts here. Oh, that's uh, cool. in the fight which is dope as hell um and then the staff of living tribunal uh, is cool because in the living tribunal is like one of the the god things of the mcu like the really really high level Big stuff um, not a celestial but that type of vibe and um we see images of of it in the multiverse of madness trailer so i imagine we'll actually see him come face to face with the faces face to faces that's what it is.
1: we saw cool. one of the or the we saw the statue of his faces in the loki, right it yes was in, in the like trash universe yeah mm-hmm. oh Not wow I didn't mean bigger in size than celestials, I meant bigger in like strength mm. yeah. stronger. Yeah. Faster or better. <laughs> Strong um, is a
2: word for it. <laughs> of course, uh, Str- Strange immediately wants one and Mordo says, are you ready when the relic decides you're ready? So Mordo does that cool thing where he did does the, with the boots uh, and then Strange tries to email Christine one more time to apologize, but the words fail him. He heads to the library for some late night reading and comes across a book about the eye of Agamotto. And it's super cool as hell. It's green, which of course we all know uh, in any universe. Andy can mean poison or stamina power or time power. We're not. We're I not going sure. to. <laughs> I hate you.
3: I hate like,
2: you. Uh,
3: we don't need to explain. It. Just keep going. Uh, I, hate it. It. I hate uh, you. No one
4: needs to understand this. He
2: does. Uh, he does a cool thing where he turns back time and, and back and forth. He back uh i like this i I think it's so cool because the camera is kind of going with him and i think that's a unique shot a little overdone in this i'm like we get it the you can you can make the apple core rot or come back to life whenever yeah they hang
4: on it a second time a little bit long
2: long.
0: with you but it's necessary for how complex the alley scene later is of them doing the turn back time like i think that they needed us to be like beat us over the head of like this is how this works Keep that in mind, because we're gonna go fucking balls to the wall later. Right, mm, mm, and of course he enough. gets the bright idea immediately uses it for the worst possible thing he could, which he
2: turns back the time on the uh, on that book and replaces. So cool, it with fucking brilliant! For yeah,
3: yeah, super cool. Uh, are those Mordo pages? Me, are
1: those mm-hmm. pages then now just back in yeah.
3: there? I would imagine so. Yeah. Do they not exist elsewhere anymore? No, oh, they, they still. I would,
1: yeah,
3: I, right. Th-
1: I think they still oh, good exist question. elsewhere.
3: Yeah, good question. That is a good question, right? Thank you, thank you.
2: I don't know if it. I don't know if that makes two separate time temporal manip. I don't know who the fuck knows. It doesn't matter. Uh, Magic. Uh, 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 Mortal comes in and tells him that temporal like, manipulation. Wait, real quick. Yeah. The
1: apple that he ate is still eaten. Yeah, we, well,
4: I mean, we don't know that. It could have gotten ripped out of him. No,
1: right. Imagination. <laughs> <doing that.
3: laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god, don't
2: keep why do you keep doing it? Don't keep doing it. My eyes
3: a are watery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like that's how he kills somebody, he gets it uh, in their throat and just keeps,
2: keeps <laughs> uh Mordo, of course comes in and tells him that temporal manipulation can create a bunch uh, a bunch of branches in time super dangerous stuff uh strange fires back that he wants to know what the hell they really are and he says sorcerers he gives him a little more lowdown sorcerers safeguard the world against the mystical threats agamoto was the og sorcerer uh supreme and built three houses uh or sanctums as they call them to generate protective shields around the world ones in la no one's in new york One is in London and one is in Hong Kong. Uh, Sorcerers protect the sanctums. That's what we're here for. Dormammu, of course, dwells in the dark dimension beyond time. This is the coolest fucking statement. You could say he hungers for the earth most of all. Strange wants out. He's like, I can't. I, uh, I came here to fix my hands, not fight in a mystical war. But it's too late because Kaecilius attacks the London Sanctum and destroys it, forcing Strange to the door to the New York Sanctum on Bleecker Street. That's the first time we see that here. He sees some cool gateways uh, that have control knobs to other places. I love that. I love the,
0: the three windows with the control knobs by them. It's super cool. But what, what's the reasoning for them? Like, and what is there any methodology to where they're... Um, I think
1: yeah no. it's
4: acupuncture points in the world like basically like there's where the mystic arts and stuff all intersect the lines of dark magic and light magic and that if they wow. wanted to, these are like where you could really cast some fucking think... big ass dick spells if you want
0: because here hear me out for a sec I'm just a little I was watching I was confused by like what the function of this is because if they were doors to the other sanctums that would make sense but these are people that have sling ring portal things that can go anywhere they want at any time yeah, you what's the doors. purpose of this
2: uh tim it's like back in the day we had um t- crt tvs and you couldn't really take them with you and now we have laptops yeah. <clears <Exactly>. <clears <throat> you see what, what i mean iPhones. yeah yeah perfect comparison yeah, the
1: sling okay. ring is okay. a laptop tim i think guys gotcha. tim i but think like, it was just literally gonna... for the
2: sake of they had a cool action sequence figured out really and cool. like we need the thing at the end of the thing that's it
1: the floating yeah. door with like the the reverse shot of the right. sand dunes So red. Uh, See, for me, that was
4: more. Did she, it was the woman who went through the door in the fight or whatever. Did she lose her sling ring? I forget that part. I don't know. She runs Uh, back like, so, like, like, am I wanting to cast it? Yeah, she does.
1: Okay. I I don't actually, I don't think she ever had a sling ring because what ends up happening is uh, the Casilius is like, (laughs) I know something you don't. You lost your sling ring. Right. And then the other guy comes back. Right, right. So he used his sling room to come, not his own sling ring.
2: I didn't really try. I can on the next time we do this when Doctor Strange three comes out, I'll track the sling rings on Thank this. Greg, good, good. Yeah. Go of that, uh, sure. uh, and we'll do the quick, sling ring tracker.
1: Quick thing about Durmamu, he's a lot like Ego in the sense that like that was Ego's plan, right? Like, had Ego, the ego conquered earth. the well, I mean, to eat all the planets, right? Yeah. And do that's, you think they know about
3: each other? Probably. They're well,
1: homies. so I'm, I'm saying, like, what if ego is, uh, or Dormammu is, in an, like another universe's uh, ego that has succeeded, you know, and has now mm-hmm. become a multi-universal threat. I want to live in that ego world. ego just
4: going to unify the planets in like a hive mind, whereas Dormammu? No, like, he was going to turn him, He
1: was going to turn them all blue. In that, like, well, yeah, moment.
4: the color, sure, but like. This is more of like a dimensional stoppage of time and eat your power kind of thing.
1: Well, I think that's like once you've dominated a whole universe, you probably got a lot more power. You know what I mean? Probably there's no time then, you know?
0: Interesting uh, Dormammu stuff here. Tony Todd was considered for the role of Dormammu. Tony Todd, of course, the actor from uh, Candyman Candyman, uh, with an amazing voice. Uh, The producers invited him into his studio for a six-hour voiceover session for the voice work he – but ultimately decided on going a different direction, which ended up being Benedict Cumberbatch also doing the voice of Dormammu. Although Todd was understandably disappointed, he didn't come away with the final role. He said he understood and is using the process as a motivational tool for himself. Quote, I say this just to point out to everybody that you've got to roll and sway with all these punches and waves that come at you. Did I cry? No. I understood I was disappointed at the value that I lose people going dude are you Dormammu but there'll be another Dormammu <laughs> there will be
2: another Dormammu was yeah.
0: <laughs> is so great but then the other thing and this is just crazy theory time that I don't actually think is gonna happen but would be pretty cool there is a theory that Dormammu is one of the other multiverse strangers Um, like we saw in what if kind of getting like all fucked up over time and it being him being voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch might just be like a fun retcon reference in the way that like oh the kid from Iron Man 2 was Peter Parker and it's like no he wasn't but yeah he is you know what I mean yeah 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 that's cool that's really cool
2: Uh, we also see for the first time here I put the cape of Agamotto but now I know it's called the colloquial levitation so we'll just strike through that one Uh, Caecilius and the gang kill Daniel the master of the sanctum of New York and Strange gets involved he tries to fight them off with his magic whip but he's out of his depth clearly he manages to knock one of the thugs into the scary desert place from Beetlejuice and then throws the other into the jungle but Caecilius gets after him their scuffle lets out the cape of Cagliostro uh, but there's not they're not quite synced up yet the cape he's Wants to grab an axe and he's like, No, 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 you're not, you're missing the point. You got to grab this other thing that looks like an old, uh, uh, you know, uh, ancient Iron Maiden. Sort Iron of thing. Maiden thing. And he's like, What the fuck? And finally gets it, understands it, throws it to Caecilius uh, and, and it imprisons him. Caecilius, uh, of course, wants the whole world to be engulfed in the dark dimension so time will never kill anyone again because time is the only thing we can't get back. Uh, the Ancient One is hoarding all the immortality for herself and Caecilius has been stalling for time so one of his thugs can kill uh, Steve. And he's like, I know something
3: you don't. You lost your sling ring. I I do want to say, like, aside from all from everything that just you mentioned, Nick, all cool stuff. I love the animation of the Iron Maiden. I love the the weird robot thing. It just seems like really cool and real. Uh, But I fucking love these sort of mirror sword blades that they're using. I think they look so sick. It's such a simple effect. But the initial moment of Mad's. Sort of like stretching it out, and you seeing kind of the distortion behind where the blade exists. It looks so badass, man. The visual effects go so hard in this movie.
2: Are they? Uh, Are they just blade shards from the mirrorverse? Is that what they are? That's what I I thought. Yeah, Yeah. that's cool. That's
3: really cool. I never
2: never even knew that was that.
0: I didn't say this uh in the beginning when I was giving my thoughts, but I just really more than anything about this movie, appreciate how it just commits and goes for it and like totally, totally attempts to just have the coolest thing happen at any given moment. Every fight scene's creative as shit, every That's fight awesome. scene's different than the last one we saw. Greg mentioned the opening of it being like that Mario Galaxy style mirror-dimension fight with Tilda Swinton coming back later and seeing like the advanced version of that but getting kind of this tease in this like hallway fight scene where it is just entertaining every single thing you're looking at is awesome and when we start seeing the mirror shit kind of like roll over itself it kind of becomes noise when it's the whole kaleidoscope stuff but if you just focus on any one element it is awesome like there is so much thought put into it how everything connects and works and it's not noise it is like beautifully designed Mm -hmm. um and i just think that they just keep one upping themselves like as we get later to the the time fight um here it's cool seeing this this hallway fight that's kind of using the more the gravity type thing like the inception fight we had in the in the hotel was it yeah Uh, Yeah. or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um that's super cool but then we get the astral fight that has some goofy moments but that's like six or seven unique fight scenes in this movie that a lot of other MCU movies might have one, might have two. So hell yeah!
1: Also, um, of course, real quick yeah. shout outs to the the joke where he goes to grab like the weird gauntlet thing, and okay, say this is like you don't know what that does, do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's yeah, like, yeah. it's heavy. Yeah, that's the humor I like yeah. it. I'll, yeah, yeah. and too. that and
4: the whole the whole you know. Mr. Yeah. Doctor, Mr. Doctor, God, it's it's so strange. Yeah. Who am I one to judge? Like Who I thought that I, was. So I,
1: <laughs> I really feel like Mads makes this like the, all the delivery of all that so so much better because he's he so weirdly sure. genuine and kind of like yeah. a nice guy when he's saying like he, when he's in those moments like he just stabs someone in the chest, but like he's like, oh yeah, I mean, this is strange, I guess. No, yeah. no problem. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, of course, Dr. Strange gets stabbed through the chest by one of the thugs. Uh, the cape comes to save him, and and uh, through the scuffle, Steven grabs the thug's sling ring and rings himself over to Christine's hospital. Uh, he gets to the operating table but passes out. She starts working on him, but his astral form leaves his body and comes to help her, uh, help guide her through the surgery, and she freaks out. She's like, what's going on? He's like, a little, too, little up, a little up right now. And then, of course, he uses his hand to, like— glow the inner side of his body so she can see where the blood is uh, coagulated cool. uh but the thug from the mansion lets his astral self out uh to loose and goes after Stephen through the to the gateway that he's open uh while christine tries to save Stephen's mortal form they start getting into it uh Stephen flat lines so christine grabs the paddles and shocks him which supercharges his astral form he tells her to do it again up the bolts it again. she's like your heart's already beating he goes just do it again You're and right. he uses it to just nuke the guy's brain in the astral plane uh Strange takes the opportunity to finally apologize. Yeah.
1: In that moment, did she kill that guy or did he kill that guy? You know what I mean? Like, but, but. Who's to blame because right he's like, oh, I don't kill. one I don't using the kill.
4: power to kill it okay. like Christine doesn't know what he's doing over there she thinks mm-hmm. he's, he's weaving some yeah. kind
1: of astral quilt you know what I mean keep sure. a little baby warm sure. she doesn't
4: understand she's an accomplice to astral
1: so murder. if exactly. I if I bring a box with a button and I'm like press the button and you press it without knowing someone's gonna die you're saying you're not the bad guy there okay well now also sure now yeah now definitely in that scenario if you like yeah, push this yeah. button
4: you give me no restrictions like sure, like sure, Perry sure. White from Superman Returns did in that movie there it is. like yeah. Just I'm trying to get I'm, you there. I'm, I'm
1: not if you say, of course.
4: If you say, of course, like you have this button, somebody dies, that's a different story. But you get a But Steven dollars. Strange didn't pop up say,
1: hit me with the juice again. I'm going to kill this guy. Yeah. What, what was that guy? I said, but you get a million dollars, right? That's how I'm pushing that, push that button for yeah, sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm pushing that button. I'm hoping the other side of that cord's attached to some part of Andy. Strange takes the opportunity to finally apologize <laughs> to Christine and bring her up to speed on commentage and the evening one. Uh, Christine doesn't believe him until he shows her the dimensional gateway he opened up in the mop closet, which is funny.
1: I mean, he's uh, also a ghost manger. person in front of her. Like, I, yeah, I I'm like at this
2: point, be- like, what, what the fuck more do you want me to show you? You just saw my astral projection over my mortal body, but whatever. Well, you know. don't tell me
4: you're lying to me. That's fine. Like, okay, no,
2: come on. Now. Uh, we have that ghosts. one little beat too. Right? I mean, Rachel McAdams, I think doesn't get enough credit. I think she does a great job in this. We have yeah. the moment where the mop drops and she jumps. Yeah. It's, it's, just, like, to- it's yeah. just too much for, which uh, is real.
0: Like the fun facts I have here is due to the popularity of the Marvel films Rachel McAdams had a change of stance and became interested in appearing in any of them. She would take any of them. Unknowingly she was the first choice for the role of Christine. Uh, McAdams was previously approached by John Favreau as the first choice to play Pepper Potts but she declined.
3: Oh. Oh.
2: Ah. Yeah. Wow.
0: The startled reaction in the broom closet was genuine since the mop handle fell completely by accident and it scared her. Uh, and Scott Derrickson decided to keep the reaction to the film because she never broke character.
3: I had crazy. heard that the mop was Andy Serkis uh, mocap. For oh, him, which is wow. Interesting. Yeah. Is there nothing that man can't do to <laughs> <Yeah>. ruin my
2: <laughs> films that I like? Uh, back in the mansion, he seems the body of the dude he iced and uh, we hear the cool harpsichord track as he puts the cape back on and I love it. Strange tells Mordo that the ancient one uh, and the ancient one that Casilius can fold matter outside of the mirror world, and they're like, "Whoa, he's getting growing in power." I love how
1: mad she gets? She's like, "He's folding in in the real dimension," <gasps> yeah, and it's cool. like, "Oh yeah, this fucking guy." You know what I mean? This, it's dangerous.
2: Nothing cooler, guys, than when the most powerful person on the on the good team is like, "Wait, the bad guy can do something I didn't know that you could do." <sighs> Crazy elevated stakes. Uh, Strange Nick, tells more. Definitely
1: to- new. Like she's stronger she than Casilius, right?
2: Oh, yeah, she should have iced him yeah. out, but she's on that fucking dark juice, man. She's got to right. get that dark energy <laughs> through her veins. Just, uh, she's uh, she's uh, taking uh, a uh, nip uh. from the dark side, man. Yeah, bro. Who, would, who wouldn't? Only New York and Hong Kong sanctums remain now. The ancient one gives him the duty to become the protector of the New York sanctum, but he doesn't want the job because he just killed someone. He's like, look, dude, I'm a doctor. I took a Hippocratic oath to not kill anyone, and I just iced my first person. I don't want any part of this. Um and then strange, of course, she's like you you stop being so egotistical. what about me? What about you? You're using the dark juice, uh, dimensional energy <laughs> to keep yourself alive. Uh, using the juice. I love how she she's like
3: tread lightly, dog. Like yeah. Yeah. She's you like, sure you no, want to go down a, this path, bro? Like you don't yeah, know what good. you're getting into. I love it's, that. A,
2: it's always so fascinating to see what Tim's got going on from the waist down. Do you guys ever think about that? When no. he gets up, you're like, Is Not it short stay? Is it
3: one day it's gonna be roller skates. Can't <laughs> <get> <laughs> can get he can't hear me. He can hear me. flipped us up.
1: Where's the headphones for
4: show? Where's He's... the headphones to act like he can't hear us when he walks away? But then he knows. He He's laughs. at not joking. But he understands back.
2: we're jackals, and the second he leaves, we're gonna pounce. Uh, let's see The Strange of course <laughs> read the missing pages from the Castle Cagliostro book uh, which I have to imagine is a novelization of the famous Miyazaki movie uh, mm-hmm. Stephen and Mordo get into it Mordo uh, lacks the imagination needed to find another way that doesn't involve killing everyone and he uh, Mordo fires back Stephen lacks a spine and hands Caecilius um, comes back with a, with his bomb and blows up the New York sanctum. So strange, does he blow up the sanctum? I missed that part. I think he does. No, right?
1: Strange puts him in a in a mirror no, dimension. mirror dimension. That's right. So he doesn't blow oh, up. You that can't sanctum, hurt anybody right? here, bro. Right. Yep. Uh, Wait, or that, does Because he, he has to. Somebody fuck, blows up
2: the New York dimension, the New York sanctum. Right? Do we not do see they? that? Because Hong Kong, that. they say at one point Hong Kong is the last sanctum. So I don't know if they blow up New York or not. Tim, did they blow up the New York sanctum?
0: You're, oh, you're muted. muted. I don't, I don't think so, but they didn't blow it up. They. It wasn't being, all the things from it were taken, right? Oh, so maybe like, used because they, they just, because the fight was in it, right? So they, yeah.
1: What things were taken? I don't think it don't has know. any, right? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if you it's take a... out two of the legs, coffee it's machine. like a tripod. They had an ice oh, not the coffee machine. Yeah. They had one of those yeah.
3: really clean ice machines, Kevin, the young no. one day. Uh, anyway, Kaisalias comes back. I wish you could
1: drank from it, Andy. I wish every day that you could have drank. One day, man,
2: one day. Um, He traps him in the mirror dimension to which Mordo's like Hey that was a really bad idea because the mirror dimension Is powered by the dark dimension and they're way More powerful here and Strange is like god man Y'all gotta start telling me some shit this whole sequence <laughs> Super rad this is I think the standout sequence in the entire film it's Where it's MC all the kaleidoscope stuff it's awesome, right? Yeah. It's the, the Inception so cool. style buildings folding into itself. We get a great Stanley cameo. Um, of course, Kassilya's the little the cars
3: fun. doing like that little like ninety yeah, degree around. turn, hard mm. turns, hard so turns, cool. and uh, also a fantastic shot of the two sort of fucked up geometric uh, sky
1: sc- skylines
3: off on each quarter with them two falling in the middle like yeah from super far away that's such a great shot dude yeah dude it's so cool the stanley cameo in the film
0: is one of four stanley cameos that were filmed in one day uh james gunn said that he filmed three being this film or yeah this film guardians of the galaxy 2 and another title he did not reveal uh and then those were all used in the different movies around this era for for stanley uh and then also yeah this scene so damn rad but like how dope is it that we live in a world that they're like this scene's cool, but you know it could be cooler if Spider-Man was swinging through all this shit, and then we got that shit. God bless the MCU. Please continue, Nick. Very, very cool.
2: Uh, of course, Gaistilius gets to drop on Strange and Mordo, but the Ancient One comes in to save his Cool fight. I love the floor in this because it like it kaleidoscopes into being like the floor from which I think is yeah the shape of like the Sanctum like glass. Super rad or their shape, whatever.
1: I don't think it's the Sanctum glass. It's just like a like it's, it's like a cool shape right it's like yeah i, I yeah, feel it's like, like it's the Buddhist one from camera or something yeah. like that yeah camera
3: cache. super cool I, isn't uh, anyway it the,
1: the lotus is, is that, that what it is like the, the shape of a lotus it doesn't matter it, but it's it it's looks familiar cool, cool. symmetrical but shape. it's
2: because she lands there and we get this cool like man fucking one of the coolest things in the whole thing is kaecilius slams the floor and it ripples Fuck, and knocks yeah. them all, and she stops oh, it, and yeah. stands it
1: back at back. him, Just rat. Big parry, big parry. Yes. Right oh, yeah. she, she could have beaten him easily, but she oh, she I was looking so. forward, you know? She had yeah, a plan. She knew uh, of this course, was her moment to die. During all this,
2: uh, Dormammu uh, Mordos thought spots the same insignia that she has on her forehead as uh, as the bad guys do, and she goes, oh, he finally realizes Oh, he, right. she is drawing her oh, power from the, bat, the dark dimension. Uh, Steven let's see Caecilia stabs her through one of his men uh, and they head back after her into the real world Fucked as she up. falls like 800 stories to her death or seemingly it's
1: still the fucking most violent thing <laughs> that we've violent. seen in a long time <laughs> God, holy fuck this Damn. is brutal she thumps down yeah. way harder than- I feel like
0: no one expects it. I've seen this movie like four times now, and I still am like, "Oh my god!" They At didn't any moment, that? they didn't edit that. Like, what? And then a second later, we see her like in the real world or whatever, or like in the the hospital yeah. bed, just
3: fucking bloodied.
0: It's like yeah. this is so god, brutal. At any so moment, you too.
3: still expect some magic spell to like stop or I mean, what? But, but... goddamn, it is so loud, and like I love that there's no music there. It's just yeah. every visceral sound effect.
1: Interesting um, that, uh, it's something I hadn't thought about it, but Doctor Strange is wearing the eye of Agam- Agamotto and could mm-hmm. use it. He could have out of power, you know, out of juice,
2: reverse. The it. bill I mean, always comes yeah. due,
1: Kevin. The bill always, bill always comes due.
2: Uh, of course, he attempts to operate on her, but his hands shake. So in a moment that I think is incredibly important to the character mm, development, rough. he hands the scalpel to Nick. And he's like, I need your help on this one, which is important. Then the one went flatline. So Steven heads outside to hang out with her astral projection as he watches so a bolt cool. of lightning go across the sky in slow motion. Uh, and she's like, I can never see past this exact moment. All the things I've done, I've looked past. I can never see it. Um, but she's like, you got, you got one more lesson to learn, Stephen." He's like, what is it? And she goes, arrogance and fear still keep you from learning the most important thing. It's not about you. Uh, she tells him that uh, Paraborn used his magic to walk. He could have used that magic. He could have not walked and used that magic for something bigger to help the world, but he chose to go back to his old life. And she's like, what are you gonna do now? And then she then she looks, and I, I mean, you wanna talk about just a banger of a scene and, and just an incredible actor doing it. sweat and I'm not ready, no one ever is. Uh, or she says, no, he says, no one ever is. We don't get to choose our time. She takes Stephen's hand. She says, "Death is what gives life meaning. Knowing our days are numbered, your time is short. You'd think now that I'd be ready, but look at me stretching one moment out into a thousand just so I can watch the snow." And then he so lets she lets go of his hand, and as he looks back over, she's gone. Such a beautiful,
1: so uh, well delivered as well
2: goes back and takes christine's hand he reminds her of her pre- of her previous words to him that losing uh his hands didn't need to be the end they could be the beginning because there are other ways to save life uh, a harder way and she goes a weirder way uh christine of course gets a call from the er and steven finally tells her what he should have told her back in his apartment i don't like soup uh he puts the cloak of levitation on and pops the collar and it wipes a tear away from him and he tells it to stop and uh this is one of those moments you either love it or hate it but it got I me fucking this, this i this. love it so much it's, it's
1: like stop
2: kevin give me a yeah. stop
1: stop yeah it's perfect it, <laughs> yeah. that stop remind like i've heard that stop from Tim so many times <laughs> that's
4: what i i i'm uh, of the uh i didn't like this one this is a joke that didn't hit for me like I, I i when he pops the collar even i think that's overdone but i was like all right let's fucking go and then yeah the thing and then I do like how he lets it go for a second then he's like, stop. But it's like, eh. Yeah, right.
0: You know who it's did like it, Craig? Benedict Cumberbatch, because he's the one that suggested it. Uh, no there's like, a reason Cumberbatch sits on, there and, and like, just you know fucking we'll says the words and
4: doesn't write them. All right. <laughs> don't worry. Right. Right. Sit Definitely there and be accurate. Doctor Who or Doctor Strange and just shut the
2: fuck up. How about that? Hey, okay, man. No, Most he Doctor Who. Don't even yeah. pick what eat for lunch. <laughs> he's Sherlock, not Doctor Who. British. Same difference. We got it. Kaecilius and his gang uh, come out
0: Look at Greg's bitch ass face I <laughs> fucking hate him He sits there as if he's not listening to us Correct in his stupid fucking face <laughs> you know, I was ready I, ha- I was like ready to go in on Andy And
4: then it was- Nick started I was like I'll just let it go And then you yeah, had to fucking bring me back around Go get your gold chain You fucking wanker <laughs> He
3: turns it around
2: on Tim Is that a bee?
1: Blashing out get your gold chain, you wanker. He just... Yeah.
2: Uh, Mordo is disenfranchised now that he knows the truth about the Ancient One. The bill always comes due. Strange begs for him to help when they sling over to Hong Kong. The Sanctum has already fallen. It's too late. Nothing can stop him. And then uh, uh, Strange is like, oh, not necessarily. Uh, I'm sorry. I missed this part where Wong gathered the team to go defend the Hong Kong Sanctum. But it's too late. Uh, Strange uses the eye of of Agamotto to turn back time. Share. Uh, and Caecilius uh, and his people reverse time and start fighting. Strange, uh, they kind of—I didn't notice this at first—but they like cast a spell to get themselves out of it, which is cool. And their yeah. their face literally reverses back through their body. It's a yeah, really cool effect. dude.
0: This uh, whole scene, I think, is absolutely great. perfect because it is uh, like VFX we have never seen before. It's using time for fight choreography, which is always cool, but there's just so much care and love put into all the different things that could happen. And like the different elements they show us of like the uh, fire hydrant having the water or whatever it was, like Mm -hmm. they do a good job of focusing on things so that when we get the kind of set piece moments, it all adds up and makes sense to us. But I really, really love the way the camera kind of works with it all. And every single thing you're being guided through the choreography and them casting the spells to reverse it. So they're fighting them. It's like, this just could not be cooler. Um, Agreed. And Joey, the answer is yes. I do in fact reference share
2: every time someone says turn back time. Yeah, uh, fuck, turn back
4: time.
2: Wong comes now? back to life and is actually happy that Strange broke the laws of natural physics, uh, nat- nature causing because now he doesn't have a metal pipe sticking out of his chest anymore. Uh, <laughs> convenient, that's yeah, very convenient. <laughs> yeah. It's a great moment for him too. He's like, uh, he's like, "Oh, you're happy now?" Like, well, don't stop now. Uh, Kaelia breaks the spell and freezes time. He tells that he tells him that the dark dimension is beautiful, a world beyond death, beyond time and strain. It's one of those classic moments where he's like, "What did you just say? Beyond time?" Beyond. Light bulb getting, goes off in and his head. He heads flies. to the dark dimension. to talks to dormammu and the colors here are just incredible so in this dark vivid, dimension yeah. for a dark dimension they got some cool colors it's pretty bright uh it's pretty bright uh dormammu of course he says i've come to bargain and dormammu just disintegrates him and then everything reverses and comes right back i, like I, I missed the part where he casts a little spell on yeah
1: himself we like it. we I see the it. little like he like thinks right. ahead does Ooh. his little magic trick and then goes in there and dies possibly thousands yeah. of times
2: and I love that it's on his wrist, by the way, because that's where you tell time, which is yes, great. Of course, uh, and with keen-eyed viewers, <laughs> I just thought that was just cool. Just got Another marble fact from me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it ties in with the, the yeah, watch. The so cool, watch It thoughts, is cool. cool. You guys, you know what, guys? It, not all of them. The opportunities. You don't have to take every opportunity to dunk. You can pass it off to a fucking normal <laughs> shot on the basket occasionally. Okay.
1: Get fucked. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Tim, do you have any? Do you have any information on how long he was in the loop? No, I don't. Don't they say it at some point, though? I, I mean, I, I Googled no, it after yesterday. after the fact the director did. Yeah, I, I Googled it afterwards. It seems like it's unclear, but uh, Kevin Feige has said that he's he was in there long enough to get... I think Kevin Feige said a thousand, like, loops. Repeats. Yeah, but some other people have said a lot longer in time. But, like, supposedly he, he was able to get better at magic while in there.
2: Mm, interesting. Oh, because he must have practiced like defense against this guy because he's this is the most powerful thing ever. Yeah. Going through reps, you, cool yeah. Dude, get the reps in.
3: you know you're going in next time, like I got let me try this thing out, because last yeah. time I like... That was it's quick. like one of those
2: Souls games that Andy likes to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh some great banger back and forth. There. He accurate. says, "This is this is how things are now. You and me trapped in this moment endlessly." And he says, "And you'll spend all of eternity dying." He says, "Yes, but everyone on Earth will live. You will suffer." He says, "Pain's an old friend. You will never win. No, but I can lose forever. That makes you my yeah. prisoner." Uh, and then eventually, imme- Dormammu immediately, uh, eventually realizes he has to capitulate here. Strange makes him promise to take his zealots and never come back. Bargain accepted. Uh, we go back to that moment where Castellius was monologuing and his people get sucked back into Dormammu. And he it's says, scary. you know, you really should have read the whole book because the warnings, the warnings come after the spell. And then Wong laughs way too much.
1: Terrible. And
2: not great, but <laughs> it <could've laughs> whatever. Just, it it could have been
1: one chuckle and it would have been perfect. Exactly. It would have been like, look, you got him to laugh. Great. Instead, he like hangs on it for way too long. Shout I need out someone to Cassilli's. edit Kevin's
3: laugh in there. If I could, yep. if I could, if yes. I could for a second, if I could
2: wave my magic wand hand and okay. take two things out of movies permanently, obviously. Number one, wigs. Take Quick. them out. Oh. Don't need
1: them. come on. Uh, two, well, kind fake of you. laughing.
2: One of my, my, my only thing I hated about the last Spider Man movie was they were like,
3: Doc oc, Doctor Octopus. That's yeah. gotta be all right. And then they just laughed, right? I'm like, get, get that. That's terrible. It was horrible. Uh, My favorite yeah. moments of comedy, Rowan Wong is being a dick to Strange because yeah. yeah. I, 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 think they needed to dig into that more. I loved the wow. People usually think I was funny. He's like, are those people being paid by you? Like, <laughs> I love all. Right. I love that right. moment. Yeah. And I need more of that. I needed more of that just to kind of put Strange in his place a bit more.
2: Strange uh, finishes turning back time. Mordo tells Strange there will be consequences for breaking the natural laws as the bill comes due always. Uh, And he quits. You know what I mean? But he looks so cool when he's walking away, right? Uh,
3: uh, He grows his shreds right there. It's like, wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think it's
0: so fucking dope i love the idea of the this setting up all these characters and the rules of magic and all this stuff and having him be such a firm believer as well as wong and like supporting the ancient one to be betrayed i just think the kind of like heel turn that he takes like is very well set up for how little screen time he actually has and i think it's cool that they show how powerful he is like even in the fight with strange and he clearly has a knowledge of all this stuff and the relics and all that like mordo's character on rewatch a lot cooler to me than i've ever given him credit for
2: I agree, and I I like specifically that it's set up that he is not— he has that one moment where he's like, you have no idea the things I've done. So he's basically killed for her because he believes in the cause so much. So to have her betray him in that way, uh i i feel it i feel that that would be enough to warn him getting walking away and just trying to find a different path uh, right. of course strange goes back to the sanctum which I, was was either blown up and we put back together or we will never know uh but he puts the eye of agamotto back in its place which wong tells him it's a good idea he's like, It's probably got the idea to put that back here until you use how to use it learn how to use it because it's a dangerous uh it's dangerous to walk the streets wearing an infinity stone fucking and what, like, a the, what a what? moment what a moment what's an infinity stone he goes oh you're dumb. You're You'll gonna never have to know. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, Strange walks, of course, then in slow motion back up the staircase toward that cool uh, glass uh, window and puts it puts it back on. We hear more of the amazing soundtrack, uh, and he looks uh, looks back down at his hands, which are shaking one more time, and then looks back up uh, through the window at the city below. The end. Then we cut to the mid credit sequence, which is a banger. We got Thor and Doctor Strange hanging out and drinking beer, which refills itself on the talking red. about Loki. And Strange is like, why are you here? He's like, listen, I'm here. Me and Loki are here. We're looking for Odin. He goes, so if I f- help you find Odin, you'll leave Earth immediately. And he goes, yep. He goes, okay, let's go. Uh, and then we cut over to the end credits, where Mordo uh, finally catches up with Painborn. And he's like, I-, I see at long last what's wrong with the world. Too hey, Tom fans. Lone. <laughs> I thought Tom Lone <laughs> takes the power from his belly for presumably Sucked for up. himself. The
3: end.
1: The yeah, world needs think...
3: less sorcerers. You're a dick, dude. A dick.
1: Yeah, I don't think the power works like that way, Nick. Like, that I don't does, think no. he can take the power for himself. I think he just takes his power away.
2: I like to believe a little bit it goes into his pocket. You know what I mean? It's like my yeah. Yeah, sure. it's the tax, sure. it's, it's right. the tax for doing it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bill and, on. Uh,
0: To this day, this is the longest-running MCU post-credit scene that has not yet been resolved. But hey, we won't have to wait long. I imagine One we'll win. get answers next week. Uh, but before we get to all that stuff. I want to do something I like to call haiku in review. Seven syllables in the middle.
3: You'll need five for the first and last line. If it's not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review.
0: You nailed that one, Andy. Thank you for staying on the ball. You go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form, just like Joe Mertens did. How does your light shine? In the halls of Shambhala, Three Dog Night gets it. I'll tell you what, Joe, In I the don't. Halls of Shambhala. It must be a Three Dog Night song. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not familiar with Three Dog Night. What was the la- last line? Three Dog Night gets it.
3: Three Dog Night. I don't know what the hell halls that
0: means. Shambhala. Shambhala. is a song by Three Dog Night. Wow. Oh
2: mm.
3: wow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's, that. a, that's a deep cut right there. And then, uh, and, the and that's likely a band that he would have been into from this, from the sixty, from the sixties. Just making it up, helping out Joe yeah. Martins. Yeah. <laughs> good job, Joe Martins. <laughs> what,
1: what's up, Kev? Nothing, I was just laughing.
3: Oh,
0: uh, Jules Bonato says, Movie I don't dread, cool scenes that pull on the thread for strange days ahead. Uh-huh, oh, that's really good. A little uh-huh. Poetry there. Get ready. Um. And then, yeah, we, since it's a rewatch, you don't need to do ragu bagu or the ranking. But I did want to bring up the ranking real quick of where we're at mm-hmm. just to see upon rewatch if we think that putting Doctor Strange at its position, how we just feel about it nowadays. Uh, Doctor Strange is at number 17. 17, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, right below Black Panther and above Hawkeye. Any thoughts? I mean, I, I think... I think- Go ahead,
1: Kev. I was going to say, I think that, uh, wait, oh, oh, Okay. I think that it's a stronger mover, movie than Black Panther <laughs> because of the, like, that final fight scene and how cool that was and how that, I think, elevates things significantly. Where Black Panther, it's just him fighting literally someone in his Black Panther suit.
4: But it's Michael B. Jordan, who's fucking awesome
3: as Killmonger.
1: Yeah, those. and it sucks, and we're not going to see him again.
3: Terrible CD. Or will you? You won't probably, but I don't, but I don't think case, so. Yeah, it'd be movie. cool. He got unsnapped during the snap music
2: here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Nick. I always thought we ranked this a little too low as well. I think when I think I got outvoted, if I remember correctly, when we first reviewed this, me and um, you, Nick, me and you. I would have liked to have seen it a little bit higher, just because I think it is a unique movie in, amongst all of these. Uh, I think the style that goes a long way, and I am, you know, I'm right there with Kev. Like I think the character development that leads to that final fight and how he outsmarts Dormammu, we haven't seen something like that really. Uh, it's not just a, I'll punch harder moment. It's a, I've learned everything. Like I'll use everything I've learned along this journey to outsmart this final big baddie. And it really is fulfilling by the time we get to the end of it. So I would have put this again. I can't see, I can never rank anything above iron man just because that's, I love that movie so much. I'd probably put it
3: right below that. If not. Yeah.
2: Beside it. Can we do beside now? No. You can. Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Of course you no, can. No,
3: I think <laughs> it's, belo- I think it's right where it belongs. Um, I think going above, I I think I just enjoy Black Panther too much as a movie to move it above that. And when we think of Far From Home, I enjoyed Far From Home's journey more. And I think that ending final sequence, similar to Nick mentioning, like, it's not just a punch harder moment with Doctor Strange. I Upon rewatching Far From Home recently and just the sequence of him getting back to happy on that jet and... The pulling at your heartstrings moment when Happy's kind of looking at him becoming the new Tony Stark, building everything on the Fabricator to the sequence where you think he has Jake Gyllenhaal dead to rights and then he grabs the gun with a Spidey sense. What a fucking awesome moment that is. And yeah, I think Far From Home is still above that. Um, but again, Hawkeye, a little too high. Everybody let's rethink that maybe. Let's rethink that.
4: Hey, you were the deciding vote on that. So you know, nobody blame but yourself. 33 for me um for me yeah i I think i would move it up but in the same conversation we're having i'd put i would put it underneath iron man uh and i would put black panther underneath that and i would put far from home underneath that far from home whereas i like dr strange and Mm -hmm. black panther more every time i watch them far from home i don't not like i don't dislike it it's just i think it might have been a little bit oh man we really love spider-man and we came in a bit high whereas some of that like the, the moments andy just pointed out are great or whatever but then also like the fucking effects they're fighting and shit like that and the bus scene and everything else It's kind of like, all
0: right, well. Yeah, for me, looking at our list in particular, it's like, I don't agree with it as none of us do exactly one-to-one, but I do agree with it in terms of the tiers that we talk about. And I think that uh, where Doctor Strange is here, it's in the right tier. And I do think that um, one through 17 on this list are all a very high tier. I think that for me, the toppest tier would probably end... Uh, I mean, I don't even know how many are in the, the God tier at this point because it's just there's so many amazing ones, but I think Doctor Strange is very, very high up there. It's probably in the second tier of Marvel movies for me. And that's just how low that second tier goes all the way halfway through the MCU. So shout out to them for continuing to to kill it. Hopefully, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness can can keep it up. It's has a lot to pull off. Uh, but my fingers are crossed. Let us know in the comments below how excited you are for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We will return next week in in review to get that done. And then we have a whole bunch of other cool interviews coming up just to give you guys a little tease of what we got going on. The week after Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, we will do Moon Knight. So we're going to double dose of MCU rankings. Um, And then that week, we're also going to do two interviews that week, Moon Knight and Jurassic World. Then the following week, we're going to do a Star Wars Revenge of the Sith rewatch. Uh, the week before, Obi-Wan Kenobi to get all hyped up on that. And then the week after that, another week with two in reviews with Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick. Yes. You're welcome, Nick.
1: Thank <laughs> you, <laughs> everyone. Until next welcome,
0: time. world. Have a marvelous day.